Oh, yeah. Welcome back, everyone, to the Break the Bell podcast. This is your weekend wrap-up. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. We're We're back. We are back. Once again, it's another week down. Yes. Another shit show of a week here in good old United States of America. Yes. And across the globe, but yeah, I feel like we have a lot of hand in all the bullshit that goes on across the globe here in the yeah. United States of America. Uh, yeah, we, we mostly started. Yeah, we like to get our hands dirty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's the U.S. way, the right. great U.S. of A. How is everybody doing out there? It's a nice week. It's it kind of a long week. It's yeah. Like first week that all of us, we both were, like, had a full workload. Right, yeah. And yeah. So... Yeah, and Friday we went to Adventureland as a family. Oh, yeah. Spent the yeah, day there. You did ditch me again. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> it so wasn't it, my fault. I was forced by the family. Oh, yeah. So twist your arm to go to <laughs> take a day off work and go to yeah. a theme park. Yeah, and then yesterday we spent the whole day at a party. Oh, nice. So, yeah, so we, we were all drained yesterday, too. I spent a lot of time, like, processing the all the produce from my garden. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like that. chopping up a lot of habanero peppers because... I planted eight habanero plants. Yeah. And they produce a shit ton of habaneros, <laughs> I yeah. found found out. So I'm like chopping these up, making salsa. I made this peach habanero jelly. I made mm-hmm. all kinds of shit. And then I learned that I need to wear gloves when I cut up habaneros because yeah. you touch your face oh, yeah. or other parts and things. You have burn. scars. Yes. <laughs> well, today I like washed my hands a billion times and then went to wash dishes and my hands themselves started burning mm. for like a half an hour straight. My hands were on fire. It was weird. Yeah. Well, that's that's what happened to me. You know, a couple of weeks ago I was trying to make some pickled, uh, uh, spicy pickles. Yep. And uh, went to take my contacts out, thinking I had scrubbed my hands fine, uh-huh. perfectly, but no. Nope, I've, and, I've... And it hurt a lot. I've experienced that. I've learned that the hard way. Yeah. Um, and then those contacts were toast. There's oh, nothing yeah. you do with them, because the, the, you got the oils all over yep. them. And it, I it, mean, you're you're just throw them away yeah. and hope to God yeah. above that you don't go blind. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Don't touch anything after cutting yeah. habaneros. Well, I'll yes, I, I say think... That. We talked about maybe needing some safety gloves. Yes, and I'm so. going to have to get some PPE, like some goggles <laughs> and some rubber gloves. I yeah. think some like hard maybe cover a COVID shells mask. for your shoes. Yes, yes, something. Yeah. With, with a nine uh, N95. <laughs> yes, <you know. laughs> exactly. I'll wear that to cut habaneros. <laughs> yeah, it might protect me from that more than it will right. protect me from COVID. Let's get into this, Bill. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Actually, before we do, we obviously got to mention our coffee fix of freedom, which. I went up to get coffee twice, and I have failed once again to bring it down. So I don't wow. have coffee to that's, drink right now. I know. That sucks. I know. Don't let yourself down. <laughs> don't do yourself a disservice. Drink coffee. Support free speech. Do both of those things. Yes. Because if you don't do either one of those things, you are only letting yourself down as, it, as an American, as a human. It's not even an American thing. It's your human God-given right yes. to ha- speak freely and to drink delicious coffee. It is your God-given right. And as if you don't human. do it, you have no one to blame but yourself. No, exactly. No. Drink coffee because it's on you. Exactly. Don't disappoint yourself. Don't disappoint yourself. Our friends at Run Your Mouth Coffee support both free speech and delicious coffee. And all in one, like, one package. Like, yes. you can order a package of coffee... 
get delicious coffee, and support free speech all in one move. On one. Takes you about 20 seconds. Go to rymcoffee.com and order that. Tell them we sent you by using the promo code BREAKTHEBELL, all one word. You get 10% off that discount because who doesn't like discounted shit? We all do. Yeah, we do. It's the American way. It is. I mean, I think I saw you the other day digging out your coupons. I, did, I was, yes. Going through them. Yes. So I, I think I said I told you a couple weeks ago I saw I stood 20 minutes behind a lady trying to go through yes. her coupons. Th- those people drive me insane. They it's do. Like, have your shit organized before you go up. That's why Run Your Mouth Coffee made it mm-hmm. easy with just the promo code Break the Bell. Don't have to hunt for you it. You don't have to look for it. You don't have to hunt for it. You just got to remember Break the Bell. 10% off. Order coffee, support free speech, don't let yourself down. There you go. The end. We can go. That's a wrap. Yes. The show's over. All right. Thanks for coming. <laughs> we got several things to yeah. talk about. First of all, though, um, we were talking about run your mouth and, mm-hmm. and freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. Um, we got booted by Facebook this week. We we did. Not by completely. No, no, no. Not our, completely. our page. Our forum. Like the Break the Bell page is still up. Yeah, yeah. But the Break the Bell forum got taken down. And it's funny because we don't even really have a, that much conversation back we and really forth. We really don't. Yeah. We don't have I people posting it, crazy shit. I post the links to our videos and stuff, yeah. and sometimes people post some stuff. I I have seen some off-the-wall shit come across that I'm just like, oh, that might get us booted. But I look back like a couple months, and there, I mean, the the most off-the-wall thing was somebody posted like a video of a guy that looked like Alex Jones with dreadlocks. Oh, yeah. And that... That's the most outlandish thing that's come across. But yes, our forum got booted, but you can still find us on the Break the Bell page. It's just facebook.com slash breakthebellpod. We will still update everything on there the same as we always do. Um, You can still find either one of us on our personal private pages. Yep. if if we like you enough to allow you into that circle. That's true, that circle of trust. Yes, I mean, only the top, top of the top get... Allowed into that. Or if you look sexy. I was going to say, or if you're like one of those girls that's like, oh, I'm from Cedar Rapids. What do you do for a living? All right, approved. (laughs) Yes. I'm lonely and you look really strong. (laughs) You always know those profiles are legit. Right, right. (laughs) Instantly approved. (laughs) Yes, yes, I will put my credit card in. (laughs) Speaking of that. Yeah. There was one story that popped up that you're like, should we talk about this? I'm like, we got to talk about this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Only fan, only fans is that what it's called? Yes. Only fans. That's how much I know about it. Yeah. If you don't know what it is, like people that have Twitter accounts or Instagram accounts that you can't really post a lot of the racy stuff, mature content. Yeah. Like com- full blown nudity. I mean, you can post all the way down to like string bikinis right. on Instagram. Right. Yeah. But anything beyond that. People link to their OnlyFans account. It's this new thing the kids are doing. It's like they, a modern day strip club. Yeah, basically. basically. Like you pay money to see them take that string bikini off. Yeah, and they'll talk to you. They'll say some nice things to you. Make you and, feel like yeah. Make important. you feel like you're important, yeah. so you give them more money. Yeah. So, like yeah. you said, modern day. Strip it is. Club. <laughs> it's a modern day strip club. <laughs> Apparently, OnlyFans is doing away with porn. Is what I heard. Yeah, triple X content, which I think, like you said, that can mean just about anything. Yeah. So yeah, that was my question. Does that mean nudity in general? Because yeah, if I they get know. rid of nudity in general on OnlyFans, what's really the point of having an OnlyFans well, yeah, page no when people gonna, can see all yeah. your shit for free on Instagram? <laughs> right. Exactly. But I, I had seen, I had scrolled across. I think it was somebody just posted like a screenshot of an OnlyFans page on Facebook, and it was somebody that just showed pictures of their feet. 
So I guess we're going to get a lot of fetish stuff. <laughs> Weird gross. fetish. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Like elbow elbow pictures, <laughs> like people with elbow fetishes. Yeah. Is there is that yeah, a thing? It probably it's is, gotta to be, be honest. It, I'm sure people have fetishes about everything. <laughs> so it's going to turn into just a fetish page. Yeah. It's going to go away. Yeah. If I mean, I don't know what their definition of porn is. If yeah. it's just no like blatant sexual acts on it then right. but you can have artistic nudity right i mean people are going to find ways around that, that they because yeah. they do it's like well me doing this to myself is artistic right <laughs> <laughs> yeah right so this, the <clears throat> censors have even cracked down on only fans yeah and, and I, people and I, pay for that shit i know right that's like their personal choice i yeah i saw a meme it was like uh um, like a couple like girls working at McDonald's and said, this is what's going to happen to OnlyFans girls come <laughs> <Yeah>. October. <laughs> yes. Or I saw one that was, um, it was Jim Halpert from the office, like peeking through the blinds, like with a smirk on his face. And it's like all the business owners waiting for OnlyFans pages to <laughs> stop have it, to allowing porn on their sites. So yeah. people have to go back to work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's funny. There's too many memes about it. I just thought yeah. it was funny enough that we had to bring it up. It's yeah, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be devastating for, uh, <laughs> For a lot of uh, females trying to work their way through yeah, college, right? Exactly. Exactly. I know. I, I've heard of people that make upwards of like ten, twenty thousand dollars a month. Oh, I believe it. I believe on it on OnlyFans. So yeah, I've yeah. seen uh, some debates on Facebook about the virtues of OnlyFans, and so I've and I've just been curious to see where people come the down. The virtues. On it. I mean, how when have they ever <laughs> claimed to be a virtuous website? Oh, no, I. <laughs> More of the, uh, you know, like uh, female empowerment, um, you know, the uh, the uh, freedom of speech type stuff, you know, that kind of, th those are types oh, of arguments. Oh, because they're taking it down? Uh, okay. Right, right, I mean, right. it's their choice as a business to not allow right, it. I'm right. sure they, there's been abuses to the site, just like every other site. Yeah, I mean, right. And it's, like, it's why you don't post that stuff on Facebook or yeah. Instagram or, you know, whatever. Pornhub still does exist, so and you can <laughs> upload your video from what I've heard. Because Remzo said he used to upload his podcast there. That's when he right, had no he did. Other yeah, I remember him saying that. That's so funny. if Remzo can upload to Pornhub, could you imagine someone clicking on can. that and be like, "Oh, this isn't what I thought it was at I'm, all." <laughs> but he's really interesting. He's got a sweet goatee. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I'm gonna give it a chance. <laughs> all right, let's let's move on to more trivial trivial things. I guess. Um, hate to always bring up COVID. But it's yeah. always there, so yeah. we always have to talk about it, and that is like one of the biggest threats to our freedoms. More, well, do you think it's more of a threat to our freedom than OnlyFans banning porn? <laughs> a little bit, a little, a little bit. bit more. <laughs> Apparently, Sydney, Australia, is taking like the the top, the top spot of being the most like tyrannical yeah. government when it comes to COVID restrictions as of lately. Like yeah. I, I've seen posts that are like, man, it's re really bad when people under the Taliban in Afghanistan right now are more free than people in Sydney, <laughs> right. Australia. Yeah, no shit. I mean, that too soon, <laughs> but, but, but seriously. Yeah. This says, um, this one right here says, COVID in Sydney, this is from BBC.com, military is deployed to help enforce the lockdown in Sydney. So this is probably, I assume this is going to get into some of the, the nitty-gritty stuff that's going yeah. on there. Obviously, the military is being deployed to assist, so yeah. you know it's bad. Yeah. So I'm going to share this up. It says right here, Australia has deployed hundreds of soldiers to Sydney to help enforce a COVID lockdown. A Delta outbreak, which began in June, has produced... Nearly 3,000 infections and led to nine deaths. I don't think those numbers really matter too much. Right. 
because I had seen, uh, I think it was New Zealand, which is nearby. Mm-hmm. It's like the island right next door. They locked down their island because of one case. Right. One case of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And they locked down. So yeah. could you they could you imagine what they would do if Obama had his birthday party there? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so it goes on to say Australian Defense Force soldiers will undergo training on the weekend before beginning unarmed patrols on Monday, but many have questioned whether the military intervention is necessary, calling it heavy-handed. Yes, a little bit, little absolutely bit. heavy-handed. Yes, they are unarmed, but still, what does that show when you have uniformed? Armed forces right. marching the streets yeah. because of COVID. Yeah. The lockdown in place s- until at least August 28th, which is in roughly six days from today, bars people from leaving their home except for essential exercise, shopping, caregiving, and other reasons. So essentially the same shit we had here. I was going to say, yeah. But they need armed forces to do it. Despite five weeks of lockdown, infections in the nation's largest city continue to spread. Officials recorded 170 new cases on Friday. What does that tell you? Five weeks of lockdown? Right. More new cases? Lockdown must be working, right? (laughs) Right. Well, obviously, that's why they need the soldiers. Yeah, obviously, people are—you got those rogues, those those rebels that are leaving and going to birthday parties and shit. (laughs) Soldiers will join police in virus hotspots to ensure people are following the rules, which include a 10-kilometer travel limit— or six six point two miles. So how do you regulate that? Yeah, right. Like, yeah. hey, hey, uh, how far are you? I guess I mean on your driver's license had your address. That's true. Punch in Google Maps. Yeah, like you are six point three miles away from <laughs> yeah. home. Right. You are step outside. out of the car. And step out of the car. I mean, they need to put just, all they have to do. They don't even need the soldiers. Just put fucking um, tracking right. bracelets like the. Yeah, the, like the home arrest people. Yeah, yeah, the house arrest people just put a geo tracking with a six point two mile mm-hmm. radius, and it goes off. And when they step outside it, if they don't get back inside it within within five seconds, their leg blows off. <laughs> Easy enough. I just solved their COVID crisis. <laughs> you right there. You did. That would work perfect. <laughs> <laughs> State Police Minister David Elliott said it would help because a small minority of Sydney ciders, Sydney ciders, and that's what they call them. Interesting. Sydney ciders. Why not Sydneyans? All right. S- freaking Australians. <laughs> I mean, it's bad enough they got all the weird animals I there. Know, like, and the outback. And yeah, you got like freaking dingoes and koalas. Koala. What koalas are yeah, cute? Platypus. But kangaroos, they, I mean, they beat the shit out of you. They do. They're mean. Platypuses, I mean, they. nothing is normal there, so they might as well say Sydney ciders. Information provided by health officials indicate the virus is mainly spreading through... Permitted movement. What does that even mean? Or permitted movement. Information provided by health officials indicates it's mainly spreading through permitted movement. So you got the lockdown. You got it spreading. They think they're going to enforce it to enforce the rules. But on top of that, their data suggests that it's being spread through the permitted movement. And not the unpermitted movement. So So why do they need the soldiers? (laughs) Right? That just tells me they're going to lock down even harder. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, that's the only way you can go based on their data and the direction they're moving. Australian Lawyers Alliance, a civil rights group called the Deployment Concerning Use of the Army, just concerning, in a liberal democracy. It's Australia. 
The outbreak has largely affected critical workers and large family groups in the city's poorer and ethnically, ethnically diverse west and southwest suburbs. About 2 million people live there. Critics say those areas have already faced targeted policing measures. They point out restrictions there are harsher for, than for the rest of Sydney. Hmm. Our people are one of the poorest demographics, and as it is, they already feel picked on and marginalized. They can't afford to pay the mortgage, the rent, the food, or work. They can't afford to pay the mortgage, the rent, the food, or work. Now to throw out the army to enforce lockdowns on the streets is going to be a huge issue to the people. Says Australia's rate of vaccination, 17% of adult population remains the lowest among the OECD nations. So hmm. that's what they're going to nitpick yeah. on next is, well, their rates are so high yeah. because their vaccine rates are so low. Yeah, if you had your vaccines, we wouldn't need to enforce like this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look at this picture of Australia's – this is the ex-Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull. Um, look at this picture. Look at all the – it's like a pattern of kangaroos. <laughs> We're just talking about the kangaroos. I mean, it doesn't get it more official than yeah. a pattern of kangaroos in the background. That's funny. Oh, man. So then another one talked about uh, COVID in Sydney. Uh, communities feel under siege as troops deployed. Well, no shit. Yeah. Says a local councillor in Sydney is speaking out angrily about the deployment. Her constituency, Fairfield, is one of eight areas in Sydney considered the epicenter of Australia's biggest COVID outbreak in a year. The poor and ethnically diverse suburbs that we just talked about um, are home to about 2 million residents. Many are considered essential workers in food, health, and other industries. It's the same argument people are having here. Yeah. It's like, it's not fair. We're having to go to work and when they're calling like the food and health industries essential. Right. While all these like white-collar people are able to work from home. And yeah, stuff. right. Says, I feel we've been treated like second-class citizens. Well, because you have. Yeah. They have killed people's confidence. They have triggered so much fear. What is the message? What is it doing to a community that's already under siege? Sydney scrambles to contain a Delta outbreak that has grown to more than 4,000 cases and 27 deaths. These suburbs, suburbs have been put under harsher restrictions than elsewhere. So what do you think of all this? I think they're they're going crazy. I mean, I think that they're... Um, just really pushing the limits of their, their authority. Yeah, seeing and, what they can do. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, oh, we got that blood. We got the taste of blood. Right. Um, yeah. Let, let's see how far we can push yeah. it. Yeah, So, and I mean, I've seen them do, th or I've read about them, like, doing things like, you know, pepper spraying a 12-year-old who came into a store without oh, a mask. Shit. Yeah, I heard of them, like, arresting people and mm -hmm. all this other crazy and shit there. Uh, I had sent you one earlier today about them uh, um, shooting rescue dogs. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. I, I wanted to mention that. Yeah, they're putting down rescue dogs because they don't want people to, like, yeah, break their limited, which this one here says three miles. The other said 6.2 mm -hmm. miles, so who knows. But they don't want them going outside of those areas to save their dogs. Mm-hmm. So they just put the dogs down. They shoot the dogs. That's insane. Yeah, I mean, I would I would go berserk. Oh my gosh! If I yeah. found that out, it's yeah. like oh oh no, you don't have to worry about Fluffy because uh, she died. Yeah right. What yeah. she died? How she died? Well well we we shot her. Yeah. Well we we did it for you though. Yeah, so we want to keep you safe. Yeah. So we we killed all the dogs. I mean. Uh, can you consider that animal cruelty? I would say so, yes. I mean, what are the animal cruelty laws in Australia? Does I it include 
unnecessarily shooting a dog in the I, head? I, I think you can do that, but you can't touch a kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I know you, you're not supposed to fight a kangaroo. Yeah, that's well, that's frowned upon. Yeah. Well, yeah. But it's definitely frowned upon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then I had seen that there's been a number of protests against these lockdowns. I and, can't imagine why. I mean, yeah. They said that there was like 4,000 people that clashed with the police and uh, over 200 people ended up getting arrested because... You know, they're not happy about being forced to be locked down again against, you know, under military occupation, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what? how would you feel if that happens here? No, I mean, we've talked about it. Or or should I I say when that happens here? Yeah. Do you think it's coming? No, no, I don't. Well, not not unless the federal government violently overthrows the Iowan government, (laughs) which is possible. Yeah, well, you had said... You had mentioned before we went on that Biden was kind of yeah, he's, fighting states on... Yeah, he's looking for ways to overrule states. Um, mass clause uh, and shit like that. Right, and he's trying to call it a, a civil rights issue. Like if somebody, a civil rights issue? Yeah, right. If, if people, let me guess. Let me guess. Is it Jim Crow on steroids? <laughs> Probably. But people that want to mask should be able to mask, which as far as I, I know... That's not against the rules. Nobody's they're, saying people can't yeah, mask. They're just saying you can't force people to mask. I mean, there are places here and there that you see signs like, don't wear masks in here. Mm-hmm. Like, There's a local gun shop here in town mm-hmm. that has a sign on the door that says masks are permitted in here. And I can kind of understand. Like, you want to see people's faces on yeah, your cameras right. and stuff. Especially buying guns. And like, like, we have a couple of banks here that make you pull your mask down. Right, yeah. Which you think all of them would. To, right. to at least get on a camera, like when you first step in the door, get on right. that first camera, then you can put it up. Yeah. But most of the banks around here, you just walk in with... Uh, when in history have you ever been able to walk in? Because they have signs on the doors that you can't wear hoodies, you can't wear oh, hats, yeah, right. you can't sunglasses. wear sunglasses. Yeah. But you can cover 80% of your face with right. a mask. Yeah. For health reasons. I walk in with a freaking hat every damn time. I'm (laughs) like, screw your freaking hat policy. Yeah. So that's going on in Sydney. And it's funny because, you know, I think it was about a year ago. And uh, I remember getting into it with somebody because they were like, uh, they were like from Australia. They were like, well, Australians know how to follow the rules. So we're going to flatten this curve, you know, pretty fast. Oh, yeah. And I I had posted an article about how, um, like, it was like 60, uh, 60 people had gotten arrested at a beach because they violated beach orders in Australia. Yeah. And I'm like, really? You follow orders that good, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So so we talked about cracking down there. Let's bring it back here and talk about the crackdowns going on here. Because okay. we say it's not going to happen here, maybe not collectively, yeah. but state by state yeah. is a different story. Yeah. Because apparently Mississippi is saying that isolating after testing positive for COVID-19, if you don't isolate, you could face up to five years in prison or a fine. That's for, insane. For not isolating yourself yeah. if you test positive. Which I'm, I I don't know. What do you think about that? Because, I mean, yes, people should have the common sense to isolate right. and stay away from people. Absolutely, yeah. No, so, I agree. But, but five it, years in prison? Yeah, I mean, maybe a I mean, what are I mean? Is that somebody they're looking at? Oh well, you're you're assaulting with a deadly weapon. Probably, you know? you're a terrorist. Right, a right, yeah. Terrorist. And we've seen that before. It says as COVID nineteen cases rise in Mississippi, the state's Department of Health on Friday sent out an alert warning, warning those who test positive for COVID nineteen to isolate for ten days or face up to five years in prison and a fine of up to five thousand dollars. The state Department of Health is going to charge you with five years in prison. I didn't think the State Department of Health had that power. I didn't either. 
But apparently they do because Maybe they release emergency them. powers they they put in place. Oh, probably. I mean, everybody's jumping on that emergency power train. Yeah. Like I said, blood in the water. Yeah. Uh, oh, we got a taste of it, so let let's grab on to more. Yeah. Again, five years in prison. Holy shit. That's yeah. That's extreme. Says Fox News reported <laughs> that the order issued Friday by state health officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs said he sounds like a state health. He officer. does. Dr. Thomas, Thomas Dobbs. Dobbs. I think you have to have a fancy name to be it's some a, of these. High it's positions. like when we were talking about some of the kids' names that were are going to end up in uh, fraternities, mm-hmm. <laughs> frat boy names. Yeah, yeah. Like we went through a private school and yeah, went, an elementary school, no a less. private elementary school, and it was definitely a private school names. It was like um, Gavin, which my kid's name is Gavin, but it's like soccer kid right, name. Yeah, um, Chaz, Chad, or uh, yeah. <laughs> now I can't even think of them. I know but they were good ones though. Yeah. They were definitely white boy frat frat boy names, like soccer playing yeah. white boy names. And I think Todd was one of them. Was it? I think was so. it Thomas Dobbs one of them? And that's probably it. Um, it goes on. Wow, you completely derailed me. <laughs> Thomas Dobbs said those infected with COVID nineteen must remain in their homes or other appropriate residential location for ten days from onset of the illness. Dobbs added that people isolating due to a positive COVID-19 test don't need a negative test to end their quarantine, but do need to be fever-free f- for at least 24 hours with improvement of other symptoms. And they need, you need, um, it should be 23 hours so they could make a cool slogan, like fever-free for 23. <laughs> You're right. Something. I mean, it's got a fever-free. It's your marketing f- background kicking in. Fever, yes. I, my brain does, yes. goes there. I mean, you got one side of my brain that's conspiracy theories. The other side of my brain that's just like marketing strategies. <laughs> and somehow I throw it, it, make a podcast work out of it. But fever free for 24 just doesn't no, sound right. It doesn't have the same ring to <laughs> no. it. Further, any students or faculty in K through 12 schools who test positive for COVID 19 are not allowed on ca- campus during this isolation period. Isn't that part of isolating? I would think so. Like, why do I have to add that? First of all, for tw- for 10 days, you need to stay in your house or another appropriate yeah. residential location. And you can't go to school. Right, right. It's like, why, why do they have <laughs> to know. specify that part? Be like, oh, man. <laughs> well, shit. Anyone who doesn't follow this protocol, Dobbs wrote, faces stiff penalties. The failure, failure or refusal to obey the lawful order of a health officer, a health officer, man, he is really yeah, oh yeah, taking power, like yeah. really holding on to that, grabbing that power. They have badges. Failure to re- or refusal to obey a lawful order of a health officer is at minimum a misdemeanor, punished punishable by a fine of five hundred dollars or imprisonment for six months or both. So. If you just don't obey the officer, it's a misdemeanor of $500 or six months or both. If a life-threatening disease is involved, i.e. COVID. Right, which is obviously life-threatening. Yes. Failure or <clears throat> refusal to obey a lawful order of a health officer is a felony, punishable by a fine of up to $5,000 or imprisonment for up to five years or both. Dobbs wrote. That's crazy. The health officer then defined isolation as limiting exposure to household contacts... Limiting exposure to household contacts and disallowing visitors. So don't touch your shit. Right, yeah. Please stay in a specific room away from others in your home. So are you really going to throw me in prison for walking into another room, too? Because that's what it sounds like here. Yeah, right. If you're not following his orders, you're going to get arrested. Yeah. And one of his orders specifies, defines as 
staying in a specific room away from others. Use separate bathrooms if available. Wow, his whiteness is showing there. Right, yeah, first world problems. Yeah. If you need to be around others in your home, you should wear a face mask. How officials would know someone tested positive and failed to self-isolate in order to punish them is unclear. For reported, Fox reported that Mississippi hospitals currently have more COVID-19 patients than any other time in the pandemic. As 1,660 patients were hospitalized, 457 were in the ICU, and 324 were on ventilators on Wednesday, according to state health data. state also has one of the lowest vaccine rates at just 45%, which is far, far more than Australia. Right. So, again, they're pointing straight at the vaccines, Mm -hmm. even though we know that people are coming down with infections with with the the vaccines. They're spreading it with the vaccines. So... I don't know. What yeah. do we know? Right. We're not the doctors. We're not the experts. So trust yeah, the experts. I, they're not even the experts. No. So there you go. We got shit in Australia, but we got equal shit, shit here. Again, it should be common sense to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have the people that are like, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to leave, which those right. people are just shitheads. <clears throat> right. But I don't know. I don't know what I where I stand on yeah, this. Yeah. I mean. Five years in prison. That's absurd. That's extreme. Yeah. Right. Right. Six months in prison for this is absurd. Yeah, there. Yeah, there's got to be a better way. Mm. Again, it just comes down to that ankle bracelet that blows right? your leg off. <laughs> exactly. It solves all our problems. Exactly. Someone would much rather get their leg blown off than spend five years in prison. I mean, obviously. I mean, of you're course. free. Because then you get like a cool titanium leg. Right? <laughs> That's true, and you can run super fast. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> People aren't thinking this through. Right. All right. Let's move away from COVID. All right. Thank God. Let's talk. About January 6th, because that's so much better to talk about. (laughs) Because that's a gift that keeps on giving, too. We we went from here to here. (laughs) Yes. So there was an investigation into the Capitol Police officer that shot the female protester, Ashley Babbitt. I'm sure they made him famous. They put his name all over everything. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, they blasted his face everywhere, his name, the public knows... No, no, no. They haven't released the information of oh. who it is. And the DOJ shut down the investigation of that police shooting of Ashley Babbitt. Wow. Just okay. shut it down. Okay. I mean, <clears throat> nothing to see here. Right, right. Look over there. Months after the Department of Justice opted to not charge the unnamed U.S. Capitol Police officer who killed Ashley Babbitt. Why are they keeping that name yeah, a secret? right, right. <clears throat> if it was Michael Brown or... or... George Floyd. Yeah, or Tra- uh, Trevon Martin. I mean, we know those knew those officers in minutes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Within the day, and their address was put out there too, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and death <Right>? threats. <clears throat> but we can't know this guy's name, yeah, because. And this is a January side. Yes, months after they opted to not charge the unnamed U.S. Capitol Police officer who killed Ashley Babbitt on January sixth, a memo obtained by NBC News indicated the investigation will be fully closed. Babbitt, a 35-year-old Air Force vet, was shot by the service pistol of an officer during the January 6th Capitol riot. She was trying to climb through a smashed glass door near the Speaker's lobby. After receiving assistance from a Capitol Police emergency response team, Babbitt died at Washington Hospital Center. The memo written by the commander of the Capitol Police's Office of Personal Responsibility. There's an Office of Personal Responsibility? Huh. Interesting states that no further action will be taken into the matter, according to NBC. 
The information comes on the heels of DOJ announcing in April that it would not levy charges against the officer. So not only are they not charging him, they're not going to do anything with this. It's case closed. Specifically, the investigation revealed no evidence to establish that at the time the officer fired a single shot at Miss Babbitt. No evidence to show that the officer fired a single shot at Babbitt. The officer did not reasonably believe that it was necessary to do so in self-defense or in defense of members of Congress and others evacuating the House chamber. So, uh, what, his bullet just <clears throat> jumped out of his gun and hit her? I mean, that doesn't even make sense. Let me reread that. The investigation revealed no evidence to establish that at the time the officer fired a single shot. Officer also did not reasonably believe it was necessary to do so in self-defense or in the defense of members of Congress. So he didn't believe it was necessary to shoot. There's no evidence that proves he did shoot, minus the gaping hole in Ashley Babbitt going from her shoulder into her chest cavity. Yeah. Huh. So So who shot Ashley Babbitt? Exactly. So we're just going to close it and not really investigate any other options? That's basically what it sounds like. Sure. Unnamed officer didn't do it, so case closed, guys. Go home. It's okay. Yeah. Shortly after the decision, in April, Babbitt's family unveiled a $10 million lawsuit against Capitol Police. The suit was filed under a federal tort claims, which permits compensation in the case of a personal injury or death caused by the negligent or wrongful act or omission of a government employee while acting within the scope of his or her office or employment under circumstances where the United States... If a private person would be liable in accordance with the law of the place where the act or omission occurred. Holy shit, that's a mouthful. Yeah, it is. That is a really long sentence. Basically, their negligence or wrongful doing while on duty caused the death of somebody else or a personal injury. Right, allegedly. For the police officer to say that he does not reasonably believe it was necessary to shoot in self-defense or defense of the members of Congress... Somebody there is responsible for this death, this negligent or wrongful doing. Somebody shot her. Right. And they're, yeah, and they're covering it up. Yes. And somebody, and that, for him to say that proves that it was a wrongful death. Yeah. It wasn't necessary because the police officer that they supposedly were charging or, or claiming did it mm-hmm. said, Hey, I didn't even feel it was necessary to shoot. Well, somebody felt it was necessary. Right. And yet, when they find that person, this person should be yep. a de- witness for the defense to say, We didn't even need it, didn't even need yeah. to be done. I heard that, uh, that the um, <clears throat> request was put in to, um, to um, cremate. Uh, was put in almost immediately. And that the, oh, the death report was not completed until April. But she was cremated right. immediately. Yeah. So what took so long for the death report to come out? Right. That always seems to be the the coincidence there. Yeah. Right. That, oh, uh, let's just dump his body off the ship to say that, right. be, to you know, yeah. um, for their religious reasons. I mean, right. we killed Osama bin Laden. Let's just dump his body out in the ocean right away so before anybody can see it. Yeah. Let's cremate this body before anybody can really get a look at it. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Two weeks ago, Babbitt's mother criticized Nancy Pelosi and Diane Feinstein for never getting back to her after reaching out. Babbitt served in the Middle East from 2004 to 2016 on multiple tours. Capitol Police did not immediately respond, obviously. Oh, what are they going to say? 
So, you think it's going to go anywhere? Maybe they give the Babbitt family hush money I'm to thinking, just go away. Yeah, I'm thinking they'll give her hush money. Yeah, that. I mean, that's probably... This is, this is shady as fuck. Yeah, yeah. For the officer that's being blamed to say, look, there wasn't even a reason to yeah, shoot. Right. I, obviously, I didn't shoot my gun because I didn't even think it was yeah, necessary. Right. It wasn't even a threat at yeah. the time. Well, then somebody did something you wrong. Think it'd be, somebody fucked up yeah, pretty bad. Easy then. enough to take his, his service weapon. And compare it to oh, you did fire this recently. I mean, you see it on cartoons. They oh, yeah. like like compare that. Absolutely, the, the I think Batman stripes did on. It. Um, did you ever see the Great Mouse Detective? He did I it on did. the Great Mouse yes. Detective. He took like wow. spun him around. <clears throat> yeah. That's quite the throwback. That was one of my favorites. As a kid. I hadn't seen that in forever. <sighs> so yes, January sixth doesn't go away. No, no, it's not. There's always gonna there's gonna be unanswered questions for a long time. Unfortunately. They're never going to answer them on, on the one side of the story. Mm-hmm. They're going to automatically answer them on the, the the other side of the story. Well, what's funny to me is that you got the people that are like, well, if she wasn't in the wrong place at the wrong, uh, doing what she wasn't supposed right. to, she wouldn't have got shot. But then at the same time, they're saying, no, I didn't shoot my service weapon because I didn't feel it was necessary. Well, right. Which is it? Yeah, right, right, right. Was it so much of a threat that she had to be shot, or yeah. was it it wasn't necessary, so obviously I didn't shoot my weapon? Exactly. You can't have both defenses yeah. in this, in yeah. the shooting of Ashley Babbitt. Right. You can't. Um, it's either one or the other. You either shot her because it was a direct threat, or you didn't shoot her because you it didn't wasn't. feel it was necessary. Right. You, you didn't feel that she was a threat. But yeah, the fact you, of the you matter— You can't have it both ways. The fact of the matter is she's dead. <clears throat> yeah. With a hole in her. Yeah. So, yeah, somebody felt it was necessary. It's ridiculous to me. Like I said, January 6th doesn't go away. But you know what is going away? Mm. Or who is going away? Andrew Cuomo. That's good news. I didn't realize this. Apparently, you covered this a little last week. I did, yeah. Yeah, in the weekend wrap-up. I missed this somewhere. I yeah. just You saw were on it. vacation. Yes. You were on vacation. I saw this article that says, Cuomo says the storm, there's like a big storm going on in New York right now. The storm's not going to stop him from resigning tomorrow. That's He's good. gone tomorrow. Yes. Yes. I don't even... like he, Right now he's spending time shredding documents. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> it warms the cockles of my heart Yeah, to know that Andrew Cuomo is on his way out the door. Yeah. I want to know what he's taking with him or what kind of deal he got. Oh, yeah. I, Obviously, there's something he's yeah, getting out of this. I, I think I had mentioned that he'll probably be uh, working for CNN or MSNBC. <laughs> at the oh, God. <laughs> the Cuomo brothers. Oh, wow. <laughs> Variety show. No, <laughs> Mom <laughs> liked <laughs> me more. <laughs> no, yeah, Mom yeah. loved me more. Well, you didn't call Mom for Thanksgiving. <laughs> but Well, well, you haven't seen her for two years. I yeah. heard you. No, that wasn't him. That was uh, Don Lemon. That oh, that's seen. right. That's yeah. right, yeah. So, New York... Governor Andrew Cuomo spent his second to last day in office projecting an image that he is still in control and fully engaged as the state dealt with heavy rain from Tropical Storm Henry. Henry? Yeah, they're really going down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, their names are getting worse and worse. They are. At least call it like Henri or Henrietta or something like that. So there's really not much to say in this. I just wanted to point out that he is leaving because we haven't really got to mention Uh, had this conversation. My 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 issue with it is that he's going out on a groping charge and not on the death of. Well, yeah, and I think that's probably the deal he's going out on. Oh yeah, like hey, let's keep the COVID things under wrap. Yeah, you You, just take the slap on the wrist. You you still you still get the nine hundred thirty six thousand dollar book deal, and you still get named the uh, the the leadership in a pandemic. Oh God. So, 
a whole article for this sentence. Asked if he still plans to leave his office as planned, Cuomo said, yes, my final day is tomorrow. So that is big news. Yeah. Is yeah. this He's going to leave tomorrow. I mean, it's great news. Yeah. He said that his emergency management team, he, he said he asked his emergency management team if any were thinking of leaving their jobs Tuesday and not joining the new administration, that they stay in place for the good of the state until the storm <laughs> crisis has yeah. passed. Somebody, somebody's going to be like, yes, sir, I'm loyal to you. I'll step down with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's going to happen. I will stay by your <laughs> side until death. Yeah, and they all looked at him and were like, uh, no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> so Don't let the door hit you on the way out. So it says, Hokel, who's this Hokel person? Hokel. Is the new new person coming in. Oh. I was trying to find first name. What do we Hachul? Hachul? Hokel is scheduled to be sworn in at 12.01 a.m. Tuesday. Damn, It's a woman, one. isn't it? I, like I said, I can't I, find I a first name. Oh, yeah. Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hokel. Hokel. Scheduled to be sworn in at 12.01 a.m. She's like, dude, why can't can we do it at like 8 in the morning? He can <laughs> have it for four more hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just let me get or my eight, sleep. Nothing's going to change. Wow, my math sucks. Eight more hours. <laughs> Cuomo announced two weeks ago that he will resign from office rather than endure a likely impeachment battle in the state legislature over sexual harassment allegations. He insisted he did not touch anyone inappropriately and that some of his allegations against him are either false, exaggerated, or unintentional. But he said he concluded that continuing to fight to stay in office would hurt the state. The one part about this that we haven't mentioned that's hilarious is when he said, I'm not, like, creepy, I'm just Italian. Italian, I know. (laughs) How many Italian-Americans are just like, dude, what the fuck? (laughs) No, be like... (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Somebody is like them spaghetti spaghetti Americans are at it again or something. Like <laughs> yeah. <that." laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, Italian or, or creepy or not, the guy's gone. Yeah. Tomorrow. Thank so. God. Yeah, that's that's another one down. Now I don't know what Hukul or Hukul's like. If she's worse or better, or, I I don't know. I will. I guess time will tell. Well. We'll find out, but for better or worse, speaking of for better or worse, our president, the the boss's boss, the, yes, the big guy, has can we call him big guy? Reached and I mean his approval ratings are through the roof, wow. staggering through the roof. His handling of COVID, his handling of foreign uh, yeah, the, affairs, the border, uh, the border. Yeah, I mean, China, he, the oil. Yes, this guy's knocking it out. Of I the mean, park. just. One after another, yes. home run, slam dunk, whatever. Yes. They're going to make him president for life. Biden's job ratings decline <laughs> amid the COVID surge. Amid the COVID surge, Afghanistan withdrawal in an NBC news poll. So apparently his ratings have dipped below 50% for the first time in his entire presidency. Five months. <laughs> yeah. Has there been Six any months. president that dipped below 50% in their first like six months of president? I, probably Trump. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. know if Congress they... is, I think, is running at about 13% for the last 20 years. <laughs> yeah, well, that doesn't surprise me. We'd keep the same people in. Why would their appro- approval <laughs> right, ratings know, get any right? higher? So this is from NBC News. It says, after spiking U.S. COVID cases and bipartisan criticism over the chaos from America's withdrawal from Afghanistan, President Joe Biden's overall job approval rating has dipped below 50% among adults. Why is it got to say among adults? Who else would they be <laughs> pulling? Know, right? Are they pulling children? I know, right? 
Man, uh, what do you think of President Biden? <laughs> among adults for the first time in his early presidency, according to an NBC News poll, the poll also finds fewer Americans support Biden's handling of the coronavirus and the economy now than they did last spring. Well, last so this past spring, I, yeah, I hope they're talking about. <laughs> I was going to say, last spring he wasn't yeah. handling it at all. Well, I mean, at that time, last spring, they could still put a lot of this on Trump, mm. right? But now, I mean, it, it's his, right? Yeah, he has to own it now. Yeah. And just a quarter of respondents approve of his handling of Afghanistan. What are they approving of, exactly? Right. No. I mean, I guess there's debate to say, yes, I mean, at some point we have to pull out, and there's no good time to yeah. do it. Well, but, I mean, reading reading comments on MSNBC, a, a, a number of them are, are blaming Trump for this, saying Biden, at least Biden has the guts to to actually pull it out, and that, and that Trump is the reason why everything's a mess. I saw a meme. I meant to share it with you, and I forgot. It said, because sometimes I text you something and I'm looking for a response on that, so I don't want to send you something else that'll right, distract no, you. I, I do that too, yes. So I wait till you <laughs> respond to the one thing yeah. before I send you something that'll distract you. <laughs> this had a picture of Afghanistan and a picture of Hunter Biden and Tidy Whitey's like <laughs> hopped up on cocaine. And it said the two times that Biden failed at pulling out. <laughs> That's good. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> I wish I had it here. <laughs> to, to pull up, but you get the gist of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Survey findings demonstrate the public has grown more pessimistic about coronavirus since April. The country remains split over whether COVID-19 vaccines should be mandated, and an electorate is divided over which political party should control Congress after the 2022 midterms. Obviously, that's divided. Yeah, right, I mean, yeah. That's always the divide. Who should run Congress after the next midterms? Yes, obviously, you don't have to say. I know, right. That we're divided over that. It's all produced a summer of discontent. That's going to be the new thing that it is. in the history books, yeah. the summer of discontent. Yeah, it's going to piss me off. It's produced a summer of discontent for Biden, said Democratic pollster Jeff Horwitt of Heart Research Associates, who conducted this survey with Republican pollster Bill McInturf of Public Opinion Strategy. So we have Heart Research Associates, which is Democratic, and public opinion strategies, which is Republican. So this is polled on both sides. Right. Allegedly. 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 The promise of April has led to the peril of August. So now we have the summer of discontent, <laughs> and we have the peril of August. Wow, they're really dramatic. The promise of April the promise of April has led to the peril. It's like, you know, like spring showers bring May flowers. Right, right. Yeah. Promise of April leads to peril of August. I like it. I mean, they're it's working poetic. hard on these, like, oh, yeah. one-liners. So, somebody's trying to get that Pulitzer. <laughs> yes. Horowitz said, arguing that COVID, more than Afghanistan, has dented Biden's numbers. It is a domestic storm. COVID's delta wave that is causing more difficulties at the stage here at home and for President Biden. McInturf agrees. The best way to understand this poll is to forget Afghanistan, he said. I don't think you can forget Afghanistan. No, I think it no. is part of that. It is. According to the survey, 49% of adults approve of Biden's overall job performance, while 48% disapprove. So still more people approve than disapprove, but you got that fine white line in the middle. Yeah, yeah. The I, white line. <clears throat> Speaking of the white line, here. Listen to this. This will crack you up. That's down from ABC's or NBC's April news poll when 53% of adults approved and 39% disapproved, with some of the biggest declines 
coming from independents, me and you, rural residents, you know, the Hicks and the Rednecks, oh, yeah, yeah. and white respondents. Of course they had the to be only, white. Yeah, the only people <clears throat> that would possibly be disapproving of Joe Biden is obviously the whites and the Hicks. Absolutely. And the right. independents. we got yeah. to throw them in, too. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, because y- 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 you're not black if you don't vote. I was just going to say that. I mean, are you really black if you if you yeah, don't like Joe on, Biden? Man. Come, come on, on, man. What are you, some kind of crackhead? Just ask Cornwall. Corn pop. Corn pop. Get it right. Get it right. <laughs> I did see another meme. I should have saved all these. It was a guy from the Taliban calling Joe Biden, and it's like, hey, Joe, it's me, Corn Pop. You know, because Corn Pop is a really bad yeah, dude. You shared that one with me. Democrats, <clears throat> however, have... St- Held steady with 88% of them approving of Biden's job. That's because they're 88% on drugs. 88% still approve, but only 49% of adults approve. <laughs> <sighs> How many of them are alive? I don't know. <laughs> Among a narrower sampler, sampler, a narrower sample of registered voters, Biden's current job rating stands at 50%. Do you know what happens when you narrow the sample? You get less. Yeah. Approval. No, well, you get less like um. Oh, variety. Yeah, you yeah, get <laughs> right. Accurate is the word. It's yeah. less of an accurate. Yeah. We we view. we interviewed a hundred New Yorkers in Greenwich Greenwich Village. <laughs> yeah, so it says the job rating in a narrower sampler stands at fifty percent, when in April it was fifty one percent. So it's only gone down one percent in a narrower sampler. Yeah. So what you're saying in a less like. <laughs> What did what was the word I just used? Accurate. God, yes. I can't think of a less accurate sample, you get a less accurate approval rating. Right. It's like why are you telling us why why are you even sharing this? Just to say, yeah. well, it's not as bad as look. There, if yeah. we go from a million people down yeah. to a hundred people, his his approval rating yeah. is actually higher. Right. No. It's and so, that's exactly it. They're trying to cook the numbers and, and be like, see, see, p- people still like him. So stupid. Yeah. If we narrow this down, yeah. they make it. And, and if you don't think about Afghanistan, his numbers look a lot better. Yes. And if you take away the southern border and COVID and the white people, he's really popular. And the rednecks yeah, yeah, and right. all the independents, yeah, he's right. actually. Really if you popular. only look at the Democrats, yeah. eighty-eight percent. Yeah. That, which is amazing it just shows how dumb they think the people are by yeah. saying but if we narrow this down people are like oh they're narrowing it down yeah, so right. this must be pinpointing it you yeah, know like right. pin- to finer detail no that's not that's exactly the opposite of what it does yeah god these people make me sick on how stupid they think we are yeah additionally the pool finds 53 percent of americans approve of the president's handling of the coronavirus which is a 16 point drop from april and 47 Percent approve his handling on the economy. Five point drop from the spring, and just twenty five percent approve Biden's handling of Afghanistan. So how can they say these numbers aren't affected that much by Afghanistan when only twenty five percent? Yeah, that's, that's going to skew the numbers right. pretty heavily. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, that is that's that's a pretty big yeah. <laughs> number there. So I don't know. His yeah. approval rating's going down through the tubes. Yeah, and I, in addition to that, I saw that uh, that Harris's approval ratings way down as well. Oh, is Harris still there? Well, she she's flying to Saigon and Taiwan, I believe. For what? Oh no, South Vietnam and and yes, Saigon. Oh, she's going to Vietnam yes. to discuss the Vietnam conflict now. <clears throat> yes. So yes. we can guarantee in like fifty years she'll go to Afghanistan and see what's going on there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because she still hasn't been to the border. <laughs> she she went just just to the side of the border, but she didn't go to the border. 
you know, you should go handle some of the shit that's going on with like some of these proxy wars. And she's like, you know where I should go? I heard Vietnam had a proxy war going on at one point of time. Yeah. I'm going to go to Vietnam. <laughs> I, I was watching Rambo, and I think we still have POWs over there. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in Vietnam. What's going, is anything going on in Vietnam? No. no. So, like I said, in 2070, maybe yeah. they're, 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 Lord they're, Supreme Chancellor... Freaking Kamala Harris will yeah. go to Afghanistan. Yeah. They're trying like, where where can we send Kamala that will get her out of here? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure they're just like, let's give her something easy. Yeah. Right. Because we tried with the border crisis, and that was way too much for her yeah. to take on. But we didn't actually give her the border. We decided to give her handling government corruption in other countries that are causing it. So she's going to go down there and talk some sense in. Yeah. Which was... A losing battle to start with. Oh, and yeah. When you go into something that's obviously going to be a losing battle, you can just walk away and be like, well, that wasn't my fault. They're a right. corrupt government. Right. Well, no shit. That's what you went down there for right. was because they're, well, they're just corrupt. Yeah. Nothing I can you do, You got to find a, a way to deal. And, mm -hmm. yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah. And I had seen something with, uh, no, you're getting into it right now. Never mind. I will reserve my comment. <clears throat> I'm getting into now. I think we discussed what we were going to talk about. No, I know that, but... <clears throat> what did you see? I want to know what you saw. Maybe we'll transition this more smoothly than what you just did. Let's Biden... pretend that didn't okay. happen. <laughs> I had seen that Biden is wanting to um, go hide out in Delaware um, because... I don't want any uh, of that on here. What are you talking about? Mentally, he uh, he's he's pushed to the, the rails. That he's pe People around him think he is unraveling quickly. He is unraveling quickly. Oh, he's and because been unraveled. people think he's unraveling quickly, there are people. I don't know if you know this. This is my smooth transition. There are people in Congress that are investigating whether or not they should invoke the Twenty Fifth Amendment because he's unraveling so quickly. Yes, yes. Is he really going to hide out in Delaware? <clears throat> I, I, yeah, I, that's what I. At least, at least he's not playing a bunch of rounds of golf. Because remember, oh, that was yes, the big thing with yes, Trump. I, well, Biden doesn't have the capacity to play golf. Probably not. <laughs> He's like he, he his level is Connect Four. <laughs> Joe, your your club's upside down again. <laughs> That's not the ball. That is not the ball. <laughs> so, the Senate GOP campaign chairman floats the Twenty Fifth Amendment probe against Biden, probably because he's unraveling. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of it's because of how he's handled, he handled Afghanistan, which obviously they were going to look at any failure of his, especially a big thing oh. that looks like a big failure. Yeah. And again, Afghanistan was a, it was a failure thrown in his lap. Right, right. It was inevitable. It was. And he either is like all the other presidents and becomes just another president that kicks the thing down the road, or he pulls the shit out. But... <clears throat> And, and I agree with you with that. And we talked about this, you know, that they'd been kicking the can down for a while and Biden just happens to be the guy to pick it up. Mm -hmm. But logistically, I think I had read that they, let's see, uh, Taliban had seized, uh, what, $80 billion and over $16 billion in, in equipment and, and, and vehicles and, and uniforms and bulletproof vests. And so I mean, my question is was that like, American stuff, or was that the stuff we shit we gave to the Afghan military, and they I, just laid it down really right. nilly? Yeah, that's a good question. Because that's a good question. That's what I hear. It's like, well, well, we they they seized all this stuff from the American military. Do you know what it if a marine 
misplaces it one rifle on a home base here. They lock the entire base down yeah. until they find that one rifle. So I have a hard time believing that they just fled and left all their. But didn't I mean we were talked about I think last week how about how um, they ended up leaving you know like drones. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, some Blackhawks. Did they give I mean, that shit to the Afghan military, or is that shit we just left? And I, I mean, we got the judging hell from what I've heard about the Afghan military, that is not something they probably would have left behind. For you don't me. think so? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> wait, uh, wait, wait, I did. Never he, mind. I'll stop there. Well, I I had heard from it was a former military. I think he was former special ops or something, and he was over there assisting with like training the Afghan government. No, he was he was in Iraq okay. trying to train them up. But I can't remember if it was Iraqis or he was talking about Afghanis that were trying to train in the military and they couldn't successfully do jumping jacks. So that's the level of right. that they had to go from zero to yeah. like when when we say, well, we trained up their military. It's like, yeah, but did we? Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, what were we working yeah. with? Well, I mean, yeah, some of the videos I watched, I mean, they, they started with like, OK, you know. Um, you want to brush your teeth on a regular basis. I mean, you know, when you shower, make sure you, you know, do your under your arms. And, you know, I mean, that kind of. So <clears throat> not only are we training them how to use weapons, we got to train them how to wash their balls. Right. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, don't want to offend anybody, but yeah. that's just the level. Like, it wasn't like, I mean, there was so much more that yet. Yeah. I mean. I mean, you would think, again, logistically, you, you get the, you get everybody out of the country first right and and then you either get rid of the weapons or you destroy the weapons so they can't be used well i heard i had heard that they were like bombing like they had bombed certain places to like take out some of the jets or drones or something well that, oh, that would be there. good if they did yeah. that so i mean but it, again, or they're proposing airstrikes or something I, just to take out the weaponry well there be any con- do you think there'll be any consequences like do you think there'll be any generals that are laid out or any anybody taken out i mean just because of poor performance i mean poor carry out like poor logistical um planning on the the t- uh leaving of afghanistan you think american generals uh, yeah like that will get left to dry and like yeah being Th- thrown at throw under the bus you know oh yeah absolutely that's what yeah. we do yeah It'll be the one that the one that spoke out against it, or right? Something, so we'd be like, know? "That's a horrible idea." We really needed to be like, "Okay, you know what? We don't need your services. Yeah, we're putting this all on you." <laughs> yeah. Have you uh, looked at Fort Wayne, right, Alaska? So we're not really here to talk Afghanistan because tomorrow we are yes. going to once again. We're doing kind of a follow up on our Afghanistan episode. Yeah. I didn't intend this, but I had a f- former Afghanistan veteran, Marine veteran, contact me and say. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about my experience. I want to talk about what I think about all this. I tried going to the news, and they cut out all the, the shit that I talked That's about crazy. and only left, like, the flowery stuff. So yeah. he reached out to me and's like, is there any way we can do this in long form? I was like, hell yeah. Come on our show. We got two hours, two right. plus hours. Is that long form enough? And yeah. he's like, all right, let's do it. So tomorrow night, uh, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, we will be live once again. We will have... Andrew Sickling, I think is how you pronounce his last okay. name. Again, like I said, former Afghanistan vet. I think he's two-time, like two tours, two tours to Afghanistan. Okay. From Did you what, serve with him? or you just No, um, he's grew up from around where I grew up. I think oh, okay. he knows my brother or something, oh, okay. so contact that way somehow. So look forward to that. We can actually get some firsthand 
yeah. knowledge of what went on there, some experience of what went on there. So we're not just running our mouths about right. the situation. Speculating. We, yeah, we can get somebody that actually knows something and pick his brain a little bit and have him share like his his opinions on this yeah. whole fiasco. So we're not going to talk any more about Afghanistan, except for obviously this article is probably going to bring up yeah. Biden's handling of Afghanistan a little bit. So this is from The Hill. It says... Like I said, Senate GOP campaign chairman floats the 25th Amendment and a probe against Biden. Let me get into this. Okay. It says, let me get this video out of the way. Senator Rick Scott of Florida, it's always Florida, uh, troublemakers. who chairs the Senate GOP campaign arm is raising, or campaign arm, is raining, is raising the prospect of using the 25th Amendment to remove President Biden from office and calling for a congressional investigation into his handling of Afghanistan. Again, I only brought up Afghanistan just to say whether or not this is Biden's fault, it doesn't matter. They're going to use the biggest thing they've been looking like they did for Trump. They're just right. going to look for the big thing to say that yeah. guy's not fit to serve. Right. Whether and, this whether and they've been looking for it since November. Even if Biden didn't put do, didn't do anything with this troop withdrawal and right. it was just because Trump orchestrated from the, the start, right. but he said, what, like May? Like I, May 1st I think so, or yeah. something? Right. And if Biden just, like, hands off, I'm not going to touch this. And the troops withdrew and the same shit happened, but it was Trump's orchestrating. Biden didn't touch it, but because it's Biden's administration now, they would still call oh, for absolutely. this 25th Amendment. Absolutely. And I'm not saying he is fit to serve, but yeah. I'm just saying they will look for whatever it yeah. takes to same get Same thing out. they did with Trump. Yes. After the disastrous events in Afghanistan, we must confront a serious question. Is Joe Biden capable of discharging the duties of his office, or has time come to exercise the provisions of the 25th Amendment? Scott tweeted on Monday. Why do they always make these stupid statements on Twitter? I know. The idea of removing Biden from office through the 25th Amendment, which allows the vice president— Oh, God. Fuck. I always forget that part. Yes, that's that's the uh that's their little protective measure. They it's, know yeah, they know you won't get rid of Biden because Harris is does sitting right Senator there. Senator Scott really know what he's No, no biting off here? I don't think so. Because you and you know who, who is next in line after Harris. Yes. Nancy Pelosi. Co coke teeth herself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good old Coke teeth. What which allows vice president and majority of the cabinet or a group established by Congress to remove a president by declaring them unfit for office is a non-starter. But it marks the latest attempt by former President Trump and some of his closest allies to raise questions about Biden's mental fitness. Of course, they're going to bring Trump into this. Other Republicans have warned that personal attacks against Biden risk backfiring. Democrats and some Republicans called for Trump to be removed from office using the 25th after a mob of his supporters breached the Capitol when Congress was formerly counting votes for Biden's Electoral College victory. Scott, as a part of that process, supported a challenge. So now we're bringing in Scott's, yeah, how Scott supported the overturn of this shit. Yeah. Scott was w the one senator on board with this. Yeah. He also vo voted, along with most GOP senators, against convicting Trump of inciting an insurrection during his impeachment trial that took place after the former president left office. So they went from Scott's invoking the 25th Amendment on Biden to, well, Scott had a big hand to play in this whole January 6th insurrection. Right. And he's the one that got Trump off. Right. Got him. Ew. <laughs> Not like that. You had to go there. God damn it. Scott appears to be the 
first GOP senator to float removing Biden from office via 25th Amendment over his handling of Afghanistan. But Representative Ronnie Jackson of Texas, who was who had previously made a similar push, revived his call on Monday, tweeting that something must, in all caps, be done. Must. And Trump's son... <clears throat> his son? Trump's son, Donald Trump Jr., tweeted a criticism of Biden's on upcoming speech with hashtag 25th Amendment. Who cares what Donald Trump Jr. said? He doesn't make laws. He he's not any. He's, he doesn't have any kind yeah. of office. He doesn't have any kind of poll. Yeah. Who fucking cares? They're right. just, again, tying this shit back to yep. Trump. Obviously, this is a Trump thing. It's oh, yeah. a Trump well, conspiracy. Let's face it. If you're a Democrat, throwing Trump into something is going to get your perk mm-hmm. your ears and get mm-hmm. your attention more than if you say nothing about Trump. Absolutely. It says, but Republicans are launching fierce criticism against Biden over his handling of Afghanistan, where a chaotic scene is dominating the headlines after the Taliban entered and recaptured Kabul. Biden is returning to Washington on Monday and is expected to address the nation on Monday afternoon. From what, his Delaware yeah, nursing home well, facility? <laughs> basically, yes. His respite? <clears throat> so we'll have to keep an eye out for that tomorrow. Yes. Though Republicans struggled early in Biden's tenure to find a messaging foothold against him, Republicans view Afghanistan as a ma- major misstep for Biden. Like I said, they said it here. They've been struggling to find something to right. grasp to grab onto, yeah. and here it is. It just landed in their lap. Yeah. They view it as a misstep, major misstep for Biden and an opening for GOP lawmakers that sparks broad unity in the party. The Republican National Committee knocked Biden on Monday over the Afghanistan disaster. A proud superpower has been reduced to hoping the Taliban will not interfere with our efforts to flee Afghanistan. God knows what fate awaits vulnerable Afghans who cannot make it to Kabul to board one of the final flights out. Terrorists and major competitors like China are watching the embarrassment of a superpower laid low. Senate GOP leader Mitch McConnell said in a statement over the weekend. That's very dramatic. I mean, yes, it is a dramatic scene going on, but obviously they're using this for their political push. Yeah, China is laughing at you. China. Which they really were. The president of China had come out and... Was, and had said to Taiwan, like, uh, yeah, good luck with America backing you up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look look how they handle Afghanistan, yeah, right? <clears throat> but the fact that the GOP is using this for their own political gain oh, yeah. is just and as disgusting to it me. It is, and that's the part that pisses me off with this whole Afghanistan thing is just the politicization of it. It's like, you know, like we talked about, this thing has been a fuck-up from both sides for the last right. 20 years, and and they're trying to make it all about Biden. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, what did I mean? Trump was completely against us ever having gone there, and I mean, yes, he's tentatively set the date for May first, conveniently after he got out of office. Right. I mean, if he was so would have been so great at this, maybe he should have done it while right he was in office, and we could have seen how much more successful Trump would have been at it, or maybe he was just so sure that he was going to win that he's just like, well, yeah, I'll take care of it. Yeah, right. Then I, I, I don't know, but yeah, one way or another, <clears throat> it got the torch got passed to Biden, and he dropped the shit out of it. Yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> it's a mess. It is. It was an inevitable mess. Yeah, and now, just like every school shooting, just like every uh, bad thing that happens in the news, every tragedy that happens in the news, every police brutality case. Politicians politicize it 
mm-hmm. and make it gross. Make it more gross than it was yeah. before. Because it was gross before. Yeah. I mean, the whole Afghanistan war has been <clears> gross <throat> for 20 years. Right. But then we get, like, the Mitch McConnells and the, what was his name, Tom Scott? Rick Scott. Rick Scott. Just glom on that. And it's like, oh, Biden's so bad, and um, we need to kick him out of office. for I mean, they were just looking for it. Oh, yeah. They don't yeah. give a shit, really, about Afghanistan or the don't. Afghan people or the yeah. troops. <clears throat> that- yeah. I mean, it's in, yeah. I mean, since they heard about the pullback Afghanistan, I could see Republican senators be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, they're like, do it. Yeah. Do it now. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Oh, this is going to be bad. Yeah. Oh, watch <laughs> oh, this one. Oh, oh, give me some popcorn. Give me some popcorn. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did, did you hear that? We're here. It comes. Here it comes. Oh, there are when the the Taliban is taking over. Yes, we got them. It's just yeah. like yeah, right. Yeah. That I mean, that's what we live with as politicians. Yeah. Right. Like, and that's the news cycles the same way. It's just like, whoa, we got a, a hot yeah, story. Right, yeah. Somebody died, or yeah. you know, yeah, just like. Yep. Yeah. Or if something pops up they don't want, they'll be like, uh, put it put it on Friday night, and yeah. that way no one's paying attention. Yep. Yeah, match that. Put that in at the same time as the the football game because yeah. nobody's going to be watching. Right. So, so the question of the day is: <clears throat> eyes are focused on Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. I know what your question is. I know you know. What's the other hand doing? Exactly. I don't know. I couldn't find. I looked. <laughs> I know. I was. I looked to too. find, and <laughs> everything was Afghanistan, <clears throat> Afghanistan, Afghanistan. Yeah. What else is going on? What's going on in Congress right now? Right. Besides what? them trying to invoke the Twenty Fifth Amendment yeah. because of this. I mean, there were some major bills that were were coming up for vote. I mean, yeah, we haven't heard anything about any of those. Mm-hmm. Well, I know Biden was trying to <clears throat> is proposing attacks on the top three percent of small businesses. Right. I did. Quotes, but with a three. That was weird. That was because I said 3%. three percent. So I did three <laughs> yeah. and then quotes, air quotes. Huh. The top three percent of small businesses, even though he said in his campaign trail that he was not going to ta- tax small businesses, it's yeah. only going to be the big top one percenter corporations. Three mm-hmm. percent doesn't sound like much. And he's like, oh, oh, don't worry, it's only the top three percent. That is almost a million small businesses. Yeah. And that also doesn't include up to a million like C corps, registered C corps, mm-hmm. which are also yeah. a, it's a small business right, right. registered as C corp. So we're we're talking about two million small businesses that are going to be taxed like up to twenty eight percent or something like that, which right. I read was like higher than communist China taxes. That's insane. That's insane. But small town Joe wants yeah. the middle boost the middle class. Yeah. Well, and one of the things I talked about last week, which I sent you the article, was his mileage tax he's going to mm. try to invoke, which is going to affect everybody. Right. I mean, who is affected more? Like the the white collar people that we said now get to stay at home more. Right. Or is it going to affect blue collar guy that has to drive? That had is essential workers. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But he's all about or, the middle class. Or, you know, us, you know, working for a small company where we travel, you know, hundreds of miles, mm-hmm. you know, within a week, sometimes a month. Mm-hmm. Yep. A so. month, sometimes a week. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's there's all this shit coming down, but we're not supposed to think about that because right. Afghanistan's going on. Right. Yeah. And I'm sure there's tons of other stuff with like gun laws and all the shit that we're not even seeing. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. Absolutely. Because you had said the ATF was trying to redefine firearms. Yeah. The term firearms uh, uh, to include like uh, homemade guns. So <clears throat> all this to say, keep an eye on, try to find what's going on on the other yeah. side. Don't just focus on Afghanistan, even though yeah. it is big shit that's going on. 
something else is going on. Yeah. And they're not telling us because that's what they do. They just wait for big things to happen and then they push things through on the other side while we're not watching. Exactly. That's what they live for. We are about out of time for this week. Okay. I think we covered everything I think and so. more. We covered more than we, we meant did. to. We did, but that tends to happen. Yeah, obviously. I mean, <clears throat> we just talk. We, we just run we our mouths. Things just pop up. Yeah. I mean, it's our show. We it can is. go over time if we want to. Absolutely. If you don't like it, <sighs> turn us off. No, don't don't no, turn don't us do off. That. Don't, I'm just joking. I'm joking. We Fast like forward. you being here. Like put it on like there you go. One point five times speed, yeah. and you can hear us with higher voice pitch <laughs> voices, and we there. sound cooler. When we stop laughing, then you can start listening. There you go. We'll be like. Yeah, they probably, when we start laughing, take their headphones off yeah, anyway because right. we blast through your drums. Yeah. We're going to get out of here. We, we, we'll, we are scheduled again, like I said, live tomorrow night. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Special interview with former Afghanistan veteran. Not former. He is an Afghanistan veteran. Yeah, a current Afghanistan veteran, formerly in <clears throat> Afghanistan. There you go. Andrew Sickling. Um, he's going to come on and kind of uh, follow up on what we were talking about last week with the whole crisis in Afghanistan, and his experiences and his opinions. So I have no idea what his opinions are. I don't know what side of this he sits on. I have not discussed this with him much at all. Good. So I'm just going to let him have the floor. We can pick his brain, and maybe he can put us in our place, and we'll see where it goes. I like it. 7 p.m. Central Standard Time tomorrow night. Do not miss it. Invite your friends. Invite your family. Invite your grandmas. Get a bag of popcorn. I'll sit around the fire. Yes. Listen to us. Roast some chestnuts. Yes. We'll be back here tomorrow night. Don't miss it. Um, everybody have a great rest of your weekend. Go enjoy some time outside because... Summer's fleeting. It is. It <clears> is. <throat> we'll see you here tomorrow. Peace. Goodbye. The Break the Bell Podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Remzo and Justin. A shout out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.